promise they number one, and now we number one, according to Rankins. But we don't want to take none of that. We want a, a good game against a good team, and we're still humble, and we don't want to be ranked. We want to be out in the top 25, because we're still hungry. And when we're hungry, we eat. Welcome um, to the fire and ice. We are back. Episode five. The Empire almost strikes back. What's up, Kent? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm feeling great. I've got a land shark beer right beside me. I'm, I think I'm putting money in Jimmy Buffett's pockets right now, so I'm not a huge fan of that. But yeah, that's kind of like. The beer connoisseurs that we are, you're drinking Land Shark, and I've got a Bush Light here. Uh, most would refer that to as a Bush Latte, but uh, yeah, I, I had one of those before the Land Shark, and I forgot what college tasted like. And yeah, I don't know the last time that I drank one without <laughs> without shotgun in it. To be honest with you, <laughs> is that a preview for later on the podcast? You're gonna break out your keys and shotgun? No, thank you. Not, okay, not tonight. Good. Maybe maybe Saturday. We'll get to that. Okay, cool. Uh, we're, now we're we're back, and thank you guys for listening. We are striving right now. I would say getting a little more yeah. success on our belt. We were originally playing on what three listeners on our first episode, and yeah. now we're averaging roughly how many plays a week? We're having over a well, not plays a week. I think it's like over a hundred or a hundred hits per episode. Nice, which nice. Is those awesome. are SoundCloud yeah, stats, yeah. so definitely trust those for sure. We're now SoundCloud Unlimited Pro members. <laughs> yeah, because apparently we ran out of free space. <laughs> yeah, so we upgraded our storage. Uh, just all shouts to you guys for that because uh, you're giving us good feedback and you're making us want to come back every week. Um, also going international. Wait, what do you mean? I mean, we've got shouts, shouts to, to our fans out there in the UK and Sweden. <laughs> we had listeners yeah. from across the pond? Yeah, I mean, they, 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 they love what we're doing, man. I do a Swedish accent, but I don't, I don't either. No. Just don't even go there. I'm just not going to try. Nah. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. Cool. So we're back. Always follow us on iTunes. We greatly appreciate any reviews and subscriptions you can throw at us. And of course, like we said last time, we were on Spotify and Spotify only because all other music streaming services are trash. There we go. Uh, you have one little thing to give to me. We had a kind of a Thanksgiving send-off episode last week where we talked about the most trash Thanksgiving foods. Um, I, you said you had something a little different on Thanksgiving. Mine was very traditional. Kelly's grandmother and her family, beautiful array of food, have no complaints about anything, especially that ham in which I ate all of the non-fatty pieces because those are the best. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we had we had an interesting we had an interesting Thanksgiving in that we were planning to go to Asheville on Wednesday. Okay. Uh, Wednesday through Sunday, Parker got sick. Okay. Shout so to Pete. we had to stay home until Friday. Nothing in the house because we planned to be gone. We had grilled cheese, and I took some tortilla chips, put some shredded cheese on them, and threw them in the oven. That was our <laughs> Thanksgiving Thanksgiving lunch at the. Wait, uh, so. No other toppings? You didn't throw any jalapenos, I put no some olives? Sa- I put some salsa on there. Just salsa, okay. Yeah, and I think we had some sour cream Okay. Well. See, your, your fridge was that bare then. <laughs> yes. Okay. It was terrible. But you know what, man? That sounds like a good Thanksgiving lunch. It was so, fun, man. Grilled yeah. cheese was awesome. It was one of my best grilled cheeses. 
Did Parker eat the chips and salsa or no? Well, he was sick, so he was like really just kind of doing milk and vegetable or fruit at that point. In time. Okay, all right, cool. Well, that's that's a good Thanksgiving roundup. Wow, we talked a lot. Uh, we're back to do a review and then a preview and then another review. The review we're gonna start with is, of course, last Saturday. We played a team that we previewed last week. Them heels. Yep, it was fun. I guess, kind of. <laughs> Maybe it was. Uh, we got the W. <laughs> it was something. It was yeah. something. How did you watch the game? So we went out. Like we made it to Asheville on Friday. Okay, um, good. Went to uh, try to catch it at a bar in downtown Asheville. Apparently, Thanksgiving weekend in Asheville is nuts. So. None of the places that we could get a table at had televisions. Oh, wow. But they at least had Wi-Fi, and I used my telephone, my camera telephone, to uh, put it up on the screen, and I watched it while we ate lunch, and then headed back to our cabin, watched the second half in overtime in the confines of a nice cabin by a fire. Nice. Uh, I also had to work, so because I'm retail trash, I pulled it up on my phone and was able to stream most of it. Uh, thanks to the... Yeah, you were watching quite a bit because I kept getting those text messages. Yeah, yeah, I was hammering you with texts. You uh, were crushing our team too, man. I went a little uh, Debbie Downer. <laughs> you were, got, I, was like, I believe it got to... It was 21-21 it was, it was or 24-24, and I started sending you quasi-suicidal quasi texts. Jeez, man. I was like, what is wrong with this guy? Talking about putting in Matt McKay. And, <laughs> come on, man. I, I Come did. On. I did. You know what? I uh, I, I, uh, I went off, I went off a deep end, and luckily, state brought me back. Uh, I did send that McKay text, and I will forever regret <laughs> that. But shout out to McKay from Wakefield. Um, Kent, like, what was your big biggest takeaways from the game? I mean, I we, we know we had our panic moments as the pack always does, and raises our blood pressure to my blood pressure is already sky high, and I. It, one day I literally may get a heart attack from this team, but what did you think? Well, the first half was boring as hell. God, I um, agree. God, I'm so glad that we don't have to watch like defensive-minded football that often because that was just <laughs> blah, seven to six or something like that at halftime. Yep. Um, that that was kind of trash. Uh, second half, um, scoring started early. I kind of got a sense. I think uh, Carolina maybe maybe went down 14 to 13 and then we go back and, and kind of answer right after that right, for right, a touchdown. Right, right. And I kind of felt like that was going to be the turning point in the game where, you know, the cream would just kind of rise to the top. <laughs> and then, um, that didn't happen. Uh, they came back and they kind of started shredding our secondary there in the second half. It was like big play after big play. Um, now one, one thing that I kind of got to, and maybe I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but, our bend but don't break air quotes defense. Yeah, we've air quoted that a couple of times over the course of you know. Episodes. Once we got to overtime, though, I was like, they only got twenty five yards. Yeah, there our was, defense is made for overtime. There was bending, but not a, not a, not that much at all. No, yeah, so our was, defense is made for the overtime situation. So here is my. Uh, I went to, and I think I even sent this to you. If not, I, I, I sent it to someone else that already knew the game result. That here's going to happen. They were first. I sent a text that said they're going to win before overtime. That we gave them the ball back. We had, you know, they had what a minute, minute and a half left to go. Thank you. They they played it safe. So yeah. then they got the ball, and 
I already knew that they were going to score on the first possession. <laughs> and then we were going to go four and out, basically. And we were just going to have our hearts broken. But miraculous shank of that field goal in overtime that was amazing. I, I, I couldn't believe how bad that kick was. I don't know if that, that kicker that they no, have. No, I think he's pretty good, too. No, though. the kicker they have is actually very good. But uh, I, don't, I don't know if uh, – Doran's sideline stairs. You know, he's got that icy stare he'll give you, just kind of got in his head a little bit, but he shanked it, and uh, we, we got the wall back and had all the momentum and, and gave it to your boy, Glaspie. Dude, that guy was straight beast mode on Saturday. He was he was a beast boy. Yeah. It was like straight, I don't know, he had to go triangle <laughs> that bus rolling, man. <laughs> he but, was truck sticking. I yeah. don't know, yeah. That that run, I think it was like that 34-35 yard touchdown run where he stiff armed a guy from the ten yard line and then Absolutely. I've watched the gift I've like, watched the gift of that. And by the way, gosh. let's just put this out there. It is a pronounce it is pronounced GIF, not GIF. GIF is a peanut butter. <laughs> Do not come at me with GIF. Do not at me about that. It is GIF. I've watched that GIF. Countless times because it's such a great run. So um, let me ahead. ask you this: what What is it about UNC's defense that we literally? I think it's like the last four years or three of the last four years we've rushed for two hundred yards against them, and we don't run the ball. Like I don't think we touched one seventy five all year. I might be completely out. out that's of there, that's but. research free, and I and I believe you because I don't know. Yeah, but, I don't know either. But yeah, we've carved them up every year. It was uh, Russell started all out when he balled out and they could not stop him running the ball and we're going way back on that but I know you're saying in recent history yeah it's it's crazy we, it we gash him up like that Thanksgiving ham that I had and also the Thanksgiving turkey that was only good because you got to put mounds of homemade gravy on it but we'll get back to that Carolina defense I'm not sure I, I don't know where the game plan's at where if that if they're that afraid of what we can do in the passing game is, are, are they cheating that much out? I don't, I don't know, man. I couldn't figure that out because, like, we, we we really have a lot of lot more success running the football against them yeah. than any other. We should team. ask for Dor. Uh, oh, what? He's not with the team oh, anymore. Fedora. Yeah, he's gone. He got fired. I'm it's not going to say we man. did it, but we did it. Yeah, <laughs> which. But hindsight being twenty twenty. No, I'm just kidding. Matt, <laughs> Matt Brown. That we'll get to that later. But we um, throw us no longer with this. But I, I think overall, you've as cliche as it sounds. We always say this. Just be happy for that win. Yeah. It, that that loss, the Wake Forest loss. We're gonna always remember for the next ten years or so. But if we lost that game, just just abandon all hope because that just been. Unforgivable. I went into the Carolina forums after the game. Okay. That was quite quite an interesting. I didn't screenshot them. I'm going to have to go based on memory, but it was all officiating. Really? All officiating, man. So They they completely laid it all on the officials. Similar to state forums about the Wisconsin game last night. We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, So, a lot of of ref talk then. A lot of ref talk. Now, I mean, they, they that P.I., was trash that they called. Yeah, it was blatantly bad. Yeah, but they also missed one, like, the next drive where Thayer was going for that, yep. that third down, and he got mugged. So, I mean, yep. they made up for it. Um, they also really, really hated when my man took took that guy to Suplex City. Like, after – so, so is that I wanted – Brock Lesnar. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the, play, the play was essentially dead. 
right? You saw the, the little right. pass out on the side. Right, right. Uh, the guy's kind of retreating. The referees or the officials don't blow the whistle, so he gets suplexed. And of course. so now they were really, really pissed and up in arms about that. Right. Did they actually say Suplex City or is that your court? No, that's, okay. that's my take. Yeah, that was, it wasn't uh, the best suplex in the world, but it was it was enough. It wasn't, but he was playing through the whistle, which yeah. you're coached to do by a good head coach like Dave Dorn. Yeah, and then like <laughs> it was really funny to listen to him talk about it on or read them talk about it on the forums because there would be like one rational Carolina fan that would tell them that it was not the player's fault, yeah. and they were like, "Nah, it's classless." I'm like, <laughs> no, he's playing through the whistle, you idiots! Come on, man. I oh, agree. Gosh. Um, but other than that. I think the the thing that capped it all off, of course, we came came out with the win. Luckily, uh, what was the whole thing that you were you had put on our kind of a rundown that we talk about about the trash talk, which I hadn't heard a lot about. I saw, so I did see Kelvin Harmon's. He went like Instagram live for a minute or something like that, where he was. Oh, I missed that. You missed that, yeah. Was that when he was saying this was our house? Yeah, I think that might have been his Instagram live. So he said that, and then. Uh, and then one of the reporters picked it up, tweeted it. Right. He retweets with comment that I speak nothing with facts or something like that. And I was <laughs> like, that's freaking awesome right there. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, the the whole thing about what Ryan said in the press conference that's so calling it Quarter Finley North. I mean, his, <laughs> his geography is a little bit yeah, questionable. I, I mean, yeah. it is technically like a yeah. little bit north, but maybe Carter Finley West would have been more accurate. Yeah, the guy's definitely using like uh, – Apple Maps, not Google Maps for that, because Google Maps will always win that battle. No Apple doubt. Maps is trash. Um, and then yeah. Reggie takes that on his Twitter. Yeah. And uh, he retweets it with the comment, or maybe Gillespie Memorial Stadium. And I was like, no! That was a little ball. Was, let me just say that was ballsy on Finley's part. It was, man. Like, I, that, was like, that was, I didn't know Finley had that in That him. was mad props to Finley. Is it because he had his... First comeback? Maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, it was. it was. I think it was the first time that um, he is in 11 tries that we have had a fourth quarter comeback where we won the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, big yeah, shout to Reggie Gillespie for that one. But Yeah. Uh, and, Finley, and that, made it, Finley made the throws when he needed and to make them, but it was how about that, the Gillespie that third shot. down, or is it second or third down throw to Jacoby on that side with oh. that unbelievable catch? I mean, that was silk. sick throw and catch. Silky. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, but yeah, we won't spend too much time on this. This is last week's kind of a deal. We're 15 minutes in, but well, one more thing about it because yeah. we've got to talk about the overtime. So we literally line up in overtime from the 25 yard line, and everybody in the stadium, all 20,000 of those folks, and everybody watching at home, and sure, hopefully, everybody on Carolina staff knows exactly what we're going to do. And that's going to hand the ball off to Reggie, and he runs for 25 yards for a touchdown in like five or six plays. Unbelievable. That's like asserting your dominance. Yeah, that's like uh, <laughs> that was that should, was great. We should probably ask Fedora. You can't use that joke over and over again, Will. It's just twice. I got I got a third one coming up. Uh, but ultimately, wrapping it up, uh, it's a win, and yeah. that's. What we went to Chapel Hill to do. I mean, we've got this. We got a game against ECU coming up at home, the Florence makeup game. We can get to nine wins regular season, ten wins with the bowl win. Yeah, we've won what ten games? What once in the last 20, 30, 40 years? I don't know if we've won it more than once ever. Okay, 
That we should have researched that. Yeah, maybe. But I know we, <laughs> we went 11 in 2002. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Freshman year. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Moving, moving forward, uh, Fedora gone. We're not a Carolina podcast. We're not going to talk too much about this freaking Mac Brown hire. But welcome back, Mac. I, I don't give a return shit that you're back. Return of the Mac. Yeah, it's Return oh, of the Mac. Shout-outs to Sports Channel 8, who had an awesome Return of the Mac video today oh, on Twitter. Out. Yeah, go check it out. At Sports Channel 8, they don't listen to our podcast, and I'm trying to get them to subscribe. That's a sneaky shout to Sports Channel 8. But uh, they, had a, they had a great video, uh, kind of a parody of that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, welcome back, Mac. I guess, I mean, I hope you get good coordinators. It's not going to be the ones that you want, but good luck. Nah. Good luck hitting uh, Cliff Kingsbury. And good luck having the Carolina players or the Carolina recruits actually knowing the hell you are because – they were born before you were legitimate, mostly. And they, they may know you from Vince Young's win when they were six years old, maybe. But That's still like 13 years ago. Yeah. I, I, I just I don't know where the recruiting is going to be there. I think he's too ESPN'd up. He's like Mark Godfrey. Well, they, no shouts to Mark Godfrey for coming back from ESPN to coach us. So, <laughs> they think – but what what's really cool is that they think that he's going to have all these ties to the um, – to the coaching landscape that from 1997 and I saw somebody had tweeted out or those are ties that bind. Yeah. And and all with all the retired football coaches that are, that are out. And uh, I saw something about like, there was like 10 new high schools in Mecklenburg County since then. Yeah. Or or even in Wake County. (laughs) I'm like, what? He has no idea how to recruit, but you know what? If it works out, it works out. I don't see I it happening. I don't see it happening, but I know. can't believe they hired him. I think that was a terrible I think there's candidates that hire. they I mean, even what we were talking about last week was Satterfield from App State that they could have gone yeah. with, but you know you what? You saw JMU's coach got snagged up by Charlotte. Oh, that was a preview for my ECU talk, but we'll, I'll I'll throw that in it right now. ECU fans are salty as hell that they didn't get him. ECU fans basically are saying that cuz that That's I, our fault cuz we scheduled him. Well, here it is. I've got the forum basically here. This is kind of a live change up of our rundown. But basically, they said this is on the eastcarolina.sportswar.com message boards from Pirate Guy, of course. That's original. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's a lot of thought on that. If that's true, they someone said, hey, uh, Charlotte locked him up today. If that's true and we already don't have someone under lock and key, then we are twilight zoning back to Comfort's handling of the previous hiring fi- fiasco. Unbelievable. I mean, well, they don't even have an AD. They don't. I mean, Unless did we talk to this guy? Today. If he picked Charlotte over us, fine. His call. But if we let UNCC beat us to the punch after everything we should, in caps, have learned from the last go-around, then the ineptness is outstanding. And for an ECU fan to use the word ineptness is amazing. Is outstanding, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, um, VI Pirate. So that's a play on VIP. That's, that's funny. No. Um, unfortunately, that would not shock me. If Mo comes back, they call him Scotty Coach Montgomery, Mo, yeah, Coach yeah. Mo. If Mo comes back, we might, might win five games next year. Bring him back in 2020, we make it to a bowl with six wins. 2021, he hits his stride with seven wins. Pop some popcorn, ECU football is going to be awesome. I think their quarterback, that freshman guy, is kind of talented. I mean, I, give, I completely give the guys agree. a second. We'll talk about him a little bit later. But um, So, also, you know, in between games, we had first team 
all ACC or all the whole all ACC yeah, teams all ACCs announced. were announced, and we had how many first teamers? Six, six. That's a lot. It led the league. Led the league. That's pretty awesome. I think uh, maybe five of them were on the offense, and then yep. Jermaine Pratt on the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, two wide receivers. That's mm-hmm. pretty sweet, man. I was honestly choked up for a second there. <laughs> I, I was honestly, I was honestly surprised. I'd love to see it. We're Wolfpack Hummers, but to, to see Jacoby get first team, I would have put him second team if I was a voter, which I'll yeah. never be because, you know. Yeah. But uh, we got to get a lot more listeners to get those press credentials. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was actually thinking about getting press credentials. But, uh, so, to, to see him make first team is awesome. That, that just showing you kind of the level of respect that the ACC, you know, writers and voters show for him. And yeah. he's got a chance to go for, you a know, thousand what, a grand. Yeah. I think uh, he's I got – I think he's got he's like, like eight, maybe no, he's got like a hundred and thirty. Yeah, I think he's got like a hundred and thirty to go okay. if I can remember. That's research free. Um, so that was cool, and then we had we had the no votes that were kind of weird. So what? No vote for well, so and I'm not all right. Let me let's start with let's start with Jermaine Pratt. I thought you were gonna say freaking Dave Doran. Go ahead. I'm gonna talk about Dave Doran because I and I and I all right. We'll start with Dave Doran. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, first, I do not think Dave Dorn should be getting votes for Coach of the Year. Okay. So, where's your? I'm, I'm waiting for your but argument to come around. The fact that Boston College's head coach Steve Adazio gets a vote, one vote, a vote. Okay. But that's but one more vote than he should have got. Than Dave Dorn. That Dave Dorn should have got. Okay. Because they were they were the dark horse team to win the division. Of course, they were Anthony Brown. Yes, AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon. Let's go. And they were seven and five. Lost to us. They're trash. Get out of here with that. It's okay. unbelievable that there's somebody who voted that way. I can't believe that. Yeah, he got a vote, but Dave Dorn didn't. Yeah, and Virginia's head coach got one. Bronco Mendenhall. Well, they were in first place for a little while. Yeah, we beat them too. <laughs> we did. Get out of here with that trash. <laughs> Nobody in the, nobody should have gotten a vote other than Pitt, Syracuse, and Clemson. Agree. Just don't give Dorn one. He didn't freaking deserve it. Well, it's, but don't give Adazio one. No. Yeah. I, Adazio I, for sure. I mean, I, I we lost. Remember, we lost seven guys to the NFL draft, second only to Alabama last year, and we still won nine or will win nine games. Oh, I feel a prediction of an ECU <laughs> win coming out oh, for yeah. you later. You'll see that one. <laughs> and, and just so I'll, I'll get to that later, I'll, we'll, we'll keep going. But then Pratt also no votes for defensive player of the year is a freaking joke. That's absolutely trash. No, no linebackers got uh, voted at all, which is stupid. Uh, it's all defensive linemen. So, I mean, I'm cool with uh, the dude from Clemson winning it, but the fact that Jermaine Pratt gets no votes, no love, he's one. He is obviously the best linebacker in the country or in the conference, and he's one of the best. Linebackers in the country. Yeah, it's top ten, top ten of the country for sure. But yeah, every, everybody has their mouth around Clemson, and yeah. uh, so you know everybody, all the that whole defensive line is is got to get nominated for every single position. So, so that was kind of trash. But right. yeah, moving on. Guess when we play this week? We play East Carolina, and so they that, suck. Okay, it's a makeup game. We're playing at the Carter. Uh, Could have been a West Virginia game, but hurricane happened. So. Made it yeah, up and uh, and West Virginia tried to flex a little bit, thinking they were going to the Big Twelve Championship. Did nah. they though? <laughs> they but Texas is in there over you, and Texas is garbage. They're going to get throttled by Oklahoma. I don't care about the game earlier this season. Yeah, that's my preview I'm of that Big Twelve that. Championship game. But uh, but so they ECU, it was good for us to go ahead and get this game in. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pumped about it. Actually. I'm pumped. It's a noon kick, and guess what happens at noon? 
We'll be, I think we'll win 13 in a row at noon. Yeah, just say we win. Yeah. <laughs> We're pretty uh, pumped, man. The spread on this game is... I think it's the largest spread ever in uh, in this rivalry's history. Are we talking double digits? 24. So we're talking double, double digits. Yeah. Okay. Three score. Four score. Let me throw my money on ECU. Don't do that. I will. You're going to lose. 24 points? Yeah. Yeah. I will eat those points up. Let's go. You take those points all day. I, you, nah. State, State's going to win. State's going to win big, especially. Big, but actually, they're gonna I win. can retract they're that. They're going to win big if the quarterback doesn't play. If the quarterback doesn't play. Uh, what's his name again? Holton Ayers. Holton. That's a very Friday name, Holton. Um, his knee is a little dinged up, so sorry for Holton. But if he doesn't play, I'll, I'll, I'll take State and run away. With I, st- I mean, I don't think it matters, to be honest with you. Okay. But especially if he doesn't play. And it sounds like he's questionable to play right now. Yeah. So, huge spread in the game. Um, only player that I ever saw that it's actually done much with ECU this year is a guy from Nightdale. This is a little research, but it's accidental research. It's on my Twitter feed, Nate Harvey. Uh, he leads the entire nation with 24 tackles for loss. 24 tackles for loss. That's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. We've, I mean, got, off, they, I mean, we've got offensive line that – We do have offensive line. We don't need to worry too what, much about. But, 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 we, we kind of glazed over um, the Royal Rumble at the end of the game. Um and we've got two offensive linemen that are going to be suspended. They are. They are. That was uh, – so, yeah, the, we got in a little skirmish yeah. after the oh, Carolina game. it was a game. celebration. It was a skirmish celebration. A skirmishation. Larry says it was a celebration. He did. So, and, I, mean, I don't understand why, why we suspend people from a, for celebrating after a game. Fedora. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway, so do you do – you, do you stagger the suspension and have one sit the first half and one sit the second half, or do you have them both sit the first uh, can half? You, can you do that? Yeah, I you can. Yeah, yeah, you can. Okay. So yeah. the way that it's set up is that they can stagger that if they'd like. Nah, get it done Get it done in the first half. That's what I'll say. We'll have them full strength second half. Yeah, if you need them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you going to the game? I will be there. Are you? Is it 12 or 1220? I don't know. I think it's 12. Okay. That means know. you're getting out there at 1130. Uh, probably a little bit earlier than that. Okay. It's a noon kick, so it's you know it's Bojo time. I'm Not doing. A sponsor. I am definitely doing that just for this fucking show. <laughs> okay, y'all, uh, check it out on the Graham Fire Ice Pack Pod. I will post my Bojangles pictures just for y'all. Oh man, I freaking hope so. Uh, we're both attending. I had the weekend off, and because you know I live that retail garbage life, uh, asked for it all for this game, so we'll be there. Um, well, I, and and. With that, I mean, I'm glad you're going. This is so we we like to here at NC State. Uh, we like to talk a lot of lot a lot of crap about the folks that don't show up in Chapel Hill. And I'm just going to throw this out there to our hundred listeners that we have. Um, let's 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 communicate with all all the fans out there and make sure everybody's asses are in the seats on Saturday. Yeah, we get- can't we can't throw can't throw stones. In glass houses, we've got to make sure that we're doing our part. Yeah, it's a you big don't want to game. throw them in glass houses or at glass Whatever. houses. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. You know, it is what it is, but we need to make sure that we're there. And then another thing to the crowd. So I've got two games that this rule is in effect. All right. So in, in the UNC game and the ECU game, I don't care if it's your wife, your girlfriend, your best friend from college or high school or whatever, if you guys have two tickets together, 
at state and your significant other or your best friend is an East Carolina or a Carolina fan, Tell you do why. not give them that ticket for that game. Thank you for saying that. Um, but I feel like you've also been guilty of that in the past. My wife's not going to be there this weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> shouts to Holly. <laughs> yeah, shouts. Shouts for your understanding. <laughs> so, there's... But you know what's going to happen? Is the, the, the people that are going to be two rows in front of me going to be a East Carolina fan and a state fan yep. and I'm just going to have to listen to their little stupid R and that stupid little hook thing and yep. you're absolutely oh right oh my god it's going to be terrible there's going to be purple in the stadium for sure oh yeah they're pumped man they still think that they're better than us and um, I got a lot of text messages during the game on Saturday because we were struggling with Carolina oh yeah of course it was unbelievable I you, did too like they're they've won three games in the American Athletic Conference and they beat North Carolina. But they okay. beat Carolina, so that's all that matters. So now you're going to chirp because you won a game at home while Carolina had all their players suspended. Is this a rivalry game? What do we do with the rivalry game records? What we, we need to do, we do is what this, – This is a game <laughs> – Yes, it's a rivalry game, but it shouldn't be. What we need to do It definitely is, shouldn't be. This, we should, either need this to, should be a massacre. Let, let's just be real. Come out to the game. Come back after halftime. Don't sit there and freaking – parking lot for 30 minutes and come back in the fourth quarter come back and cheer your team unless we're unless yeah let's we're let up, our let's put our seniors like, out too man let's run like 28 to 31 points and you know if you want to hang out have an extra beer <laughs> then I'll, it's okay. I'll, I'll validate you so yeah i mean let's let's give our seniors another shot at going out on, on top i mean we we had a, a interesting game at wake forest uh <sighs> kind of ruined our senior night so let's let's not let that happen again let's let's really kind of go out with a bang here and then with that um do we get into uh to our predictions yeah let's roll them up what you got predictions first of all kent and i are playing in fantasy football this weekend it's our first matchup against each other everyone loves to hear about everyone else's fantasy team so i'm just going to talk about it i'm on a bit of a losing streak i was uh third in the league and now i'm uh down to about fifth this game is essentially for the fourth playoff, fourth and final playoff spot, and I'm wow. gonna smoke that ass. I don't know, man. I scored 180 points like three of the last four weeks. It's cool. I got Kareem Hunt back. He's about to drop about a 40 piece on I'm you. I'm really not worried about it. So as far as the ECU game goes, I like it. 41. Let's just say the quarterback doesn't play, which I don't think he is. 41. 17, Wolfpack, the good guys. Rack it up. I like your 17. I do. Um, so, I don't know. You should go back and listen to the last two episodes. Um, I think Louisville, I projected 52 points, and we scored 51. Um, last week, I projected 34 it, it, points, and we scored 34 high, this points. This is a self-high five right now. Um, so, this week, I am going to go 59 to 17 Woo. Pack, um, we will embarrass the Pirates. Scotty Montgomery gets the pink slip on his way out. Do we get two coaches fired and back to back? I think so, man. Okay. I think we'll. I think it's going to be ugly. I really do. If we come out with the fire that I think we're going to come out with, what about the ice? Don't they'll need the ice after we crush them. Oh. <laughs> that was really corny. That was spicy. Um, cool. So, yeah, football is football. 
We got so, a Twitter question that we got to answer, though, and yeah. uh, we're happy to have them. Please keep sending them in. Got it from my good buddy Evan at the Red and White Podcast. I'm going to mess up your app, but it's probably at Red White Podcast or at Red and White Podcast. I'm too lazy to look right now, but everybody listens to your show, so we know you are. Um, <laughs> you sent us a question, is 9-3 and three a successful season? And... I want to throw that to Kent. No, you go first. You're reading it. Go for it. To, to me, at this point, bowls, to me, don't really mean shit. If we go to the Camping World Bowl or if we go to the Gator Bowl, it's great. It helps recruiting. The guys get better swag. They get an iPad Pro instead of a regular piece of shit iPad. It's great for them. But what matters to me is ACC titles. I don't think this is a school that is going to be in the playoff anytime soon. So if we can get ACC titles, or we just need to worry ACC, about trying to get a division title first. Well, ACC into the ACC title game, that's a successful season, and I think we could have. I think you're going a little too high with your expectations, personally. I'm a positive person. Well, so you're I think a little that's bit, uh, unrealistic as well at this point <laughs> in time. So I, is a successful season? Yes. We, I, I think ultimately we can. We're going to have a really tough opponent in the bowl. So, if we can get to 10 wins, we will finish in the top 25. So, that – God, I hope so. That, honestly, should be my ceiling right now. You're, I, yes. I, I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit. Finishing the top 25 is a great season for State. And after an ECU win, I don't think it's going to put us in the college football playoff rankings because they're too busy rating Northwestern and the coach of the year in that division. Northwestern is, lost a four-win Akron. Yeah, so but we are ranked, but we aren't ranked. But that, that's another rant that will go on. We're the only P five school with three losses. It's not ranked. But uh, yeah, overall, we haven't beat anybody. Overall, yeah, extremely successful season. I mean, the Wake Forest loss hurts. I mean, the Clemson the Clemson loss hurt, but I mean, we got murdered by the best team in college football, save Alabama. So, um, it's a very successful season. It. You got to manage your expectations. I think we had this chat last week where we had uh, one of our Twitter followers ask us about the basketball season, and it, 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 with with state, it's just all about knowing your worth and <laughs> and just not having your hopes too high. Because well, you, I mean, if you, you do, got, you're just going to be disappointed. You, you gotta you gotta take small steps, and I think that's what we're doing with the program. And nine and three, when. You know, maybe the, the, the three losses are not the three that we expected. We A lot of folks thought yeah. we would, might lose to at Louisville. Or, yeah. You know, preseason, preseason. at Louisville. That's why we bought uh, the tickets for that. Yeah, at Louisville or uh, maybe Boston College. The fact that we lost to Wake Forest, I think, is the, the really the Achilles heel of the season. Yeah, I agree. But the fact that we're going to end up 9-3 and three, um, with uh, – you know, back-to-back nine-win seasons, Absolutely. which is awesome. Yeah. We have the first time, I think, since my, uh, since uh, Dick Sheridan was here, we have back-to-back winning ACC records, which is unbelievable. Michael Kane out. No, nah, I must have. Yeah, <laughs> he was trash. Um, <laughs> but, like, I mean, you got to think about it. Amato, Amato had one ACC winning season. Yeah. Like, with Phillip Rivers there. And the best I remember they had was five, five and three. Yeah, and we've got a coach that has now got us to six and two in 2017, and five, five and, and three, three in 2018. In yeah, I mean we have to we have to recognize that this program is going in the right direction, and we have to again be there on Saturday, let them know that we appreciate what's going on, and and that, and and to watch us really kick East Carolina's ass. 
even though I'd be fine with losing either coordinator, but we'll move on. Uh, that might happen. <laughs> basketball talk. What I'm most excited about, and I think you're most excited about, we are uh, back in basketball season, and we're moving on for football. Football, we will do an EC recap and a season review next week, but from here on out, we're going to be all basketball. Uh, Basketball-wise, they came out with the new rankings because RPI apparently doesn't mean jack anymore, and it's well, that's about the, the net rankings. Yeah. Tell me good. about those. I don't really understand it, but <laughs> after the initial rankings, I was pretty – I was pleased. I just saw Ohio State was first. That's well. I saw. So you know, we have the uh, you know we have the worst strengths of schedule in the country at, going into Wisconsin game before last night. Um, and uh, we were ranked thirty first in that. So I was like, that's that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and 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 the number one that was pre whiskey game, but yeah. And the number one Ohio State game, by the way, that lost at home tonight to unranked Syracuse. So yeah, goodbye on that ranking, but. Yeah, don't really understand those. We yet. had a lot, we had some big upsets in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, but we I mean, did. I was kind of pulling for the Big Ten, but that's another story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Penn State or Virginia Tech was a big one. Yeah, we got to play them soon. Well, it was Louisville over Michigan State too. Yep, that was a biggie. Yeah. Um, had a little scare versus Mercer at home last week. That was fun. I watched a good bit of that. The fellas, I think, got bored with the schedule. <laughs> it's my analysis. That got up about 20 in that game, and the, the second half, they just started being lazy. They were, they were playing one-on-one ball, and ultimately Mercer made a run where the, the defense collapsed. Keats was, Keats was pulling guys that weren't playing defense. They finally pulled it out in the end, takes some Eric Crockett free throws that were super, super clutch. And Lock it. Did I say Crockett? <laughs> you did. Shouts to my boy Brandon Crockett. I'm thinking about you. <laughs> Uh, so got past that, and the big deal was last night. So last night we ACC Big Ten Challenge traveled to Wisconsin. They gave us a a roadie, not that kind of roadie. And um, where did you watch that basketball game? In my bed. Okay, so sling TV, buddy. Oh. <laughs> I watched that basketball game at an Applebee's. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. So last night uh, we had kind of a Don't work. go back to that one. Yeah. Oh, trust no more me, games trust me I won't because Applebee's is trash. <laughs> I will never go back there. They had a, actually a great TV situation. We were on kind of a work outing there with a couple guys. And um, they wanted food. I wanted to go to an actual bar. But the bars that I want to go to don't serve food. So in short, right close by is going to be an Applebee's and uh, – we ended up there. We got there, waited for about five minutes for somebody to come service, and there was nobody at the hostess table, so we just went and got a table. Just sat down close to the bar, and about five minutes in, a lady comes up and says, well, your first mistake was not checking in with a hostess to get a table. <laughs> That's why you haven't got service. And just But I thought you could just sit at the bar. That's most restaurants. So you just exactly. Sit at the bar. We're at like a four-top table at, at the bar, and, and she came and just straight up shits on us for just coming and sitting down without talking to the hostess who doesn't exist because if you're a hostess at Applebee's, I'm sorry, but you shouldn't exist. But Gosh, that's so harsh. The uh, game watching was good there. Um, overall... I bet that was a raucous atmosphere there. Yeah, we. I was one of about twelve people there, and I was the only one watching the state game. So, uh, that, 
my rant was just to say, don't go to Applebee's. I will never support them again. Uh, I can't believe you would go watch a ball game at Applebee's. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, uh, Jeez, man. So, oh, what dude. was your overall thoughts of the game? I, I know what you're, you're going to lead with. I don't know, man. I it it was encouraging to see that we played so well on the road in our first road game with a lot of new faces. Uh, I think that the first half. The defensive intensity was awesome. I think that um, uh, second half, I kind of felt like we got a little tired there. At the I feel like we did too. I, I feel like we all of a sudden we could defend the three in the first half, but then in the second half we couldn't. Um, the We started playing a little bit more of mid-range jumpers, one-on-one ball that, I, that looked like, you know, Mark Godfrey ball, to yeah. to say the least. Um, but started hitting some of those shots that ended up being – that kept us ahead and kept us ahead. And then they finally started to slam the door on us. And they slammed the door on us by a lot of offensive foul calls. God, that flop. It's like w- watching Wojo out there is like, come on, man. So, I have a problem with uh, Kevin Keats, who is a winner. Right. To no be doubt. clear. But um, I feel like he's coaching these guys to – I feel like a bad offensive game plan is just to charge the same guy five times. <laughs> okay. You can't do that. You can't. That can't be in your game plan. Just, just They just targeted this guy. How many guy. of those were actual charges, though? There was actually two out of the five. The but Devin Daniels and – There was two out of the five, but I think Keith should be a better coach. He should know not just to tell his players – I think when he gets in a huddle, he's like, "Hey, go charge that guy." He, looks he like does a, not do that. He's like a scrappy white guy. He's gonna he's he's not gonna he's not gonna flop, and then he ends up flopping. It's like Kevin Keats, man. I thought you were a winner, and that was that was very disappointing. No, he's not doing that. <laughs> he's probably saying quite the opposite. Hey, this guy's the referees are obviously letting him look like a soccer player out there. So uh, watch out when you're dribbling into him. But I don't know, man. The uh, it was just kind of frustrating. The other thing I thought about, like, with them tired, and this is completely, like, I, it, it's based on the schedule that we've had so far. And, you know, we've played a lot of that five-man rotation. Yeah. And everybody's been getting, like, 20 minutes. Everybody's getting burned. And, it, and we're not last playing that night, Kentucky yeah, but team last A, night, team B. Last night it was, like, 35 minutes, 30, no, 30 went, to 35 minutes. No, he went about seven players. deep last night. Yeah. And truly people that got all the burn. You got Thunderbird came in. He got – I think he got either four – I think he got four fouls in, in about five or six minutes. So, he came in and just hacked people. Was useless. Our only big left was, was your Wyatt. boy Wyatt. Yeah. So, that was and a big, their big was a. I mean, their big was a stud. Yeah, they're, they have two bigs that are studs. So, that was one thing that I was really curious about is how we would play against a team with a big. Well, and how, I was he, fine with well, here's how, how we, we did. We out-rebounded them by nine rebounds. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. I, I thought so too. So I'm because we have Draymond Green, aka Torn Door. Dude, Torn is bad. He is. He really is a bad. I will man. say that I got two Badgers posts deep in. Oh, you went to forum. You know, I went to the damn forums um, for the Badgers. Though. <laughs> um, so somebody wrote that everybody thinks they're screwed when Davison plays that way. He just has a tendency to be in the right place at the right time. I'm glad he's on our squad. Great win, Badgers. Then the responder, Greg Dog, says he's got some Aaron Craft in him. We'll drive pundits and opposing players nuts, but he's an amazing, amazingly valuable player to have on your team. That one's not that bad. But Badger in Cali 
He lives in Cali and he's a Wisconsin fan. Right. <laughs> he isn't Thanks flopping. He isn't flopping semicolon. He's playing good defense. Expired. Explained it well above, so I don't repeat. My only concern is his health. Because <laughs> he's already dislocated his shoulder, right? Because he's... He takes oh a lot of physical gosh. punishment, and so I would prefer if he took charges more judiciously, but at the same time, I love that he plays with abandon and it gives his all to win for the team. I don't like that people would try to shame or criticize, criticize him for playing solid, fundamental defensive basketball. And damn it, that is not solid, fundamental defense. He is hopping in front of our players, yes. taking charges like, like the last every call. Duke <sighs> White guy in the history of Duke. Yeah, that's all I could think about was Duke, man. The old school Duke teams. That's all I could think about was watching him play. The last call was it's, it, the last trash. The last one was complete horseshit, man. It was like <laughs> I think I think if Markel hadn't tripped on him, it would have gone the other way, though. I agree. I agree. Like I think that like Markel kind of like after after the dude uh, didn't get touched and fell down, kind of gets tangled up in his feet yeah. and trips, and yeah. I think it made it look like Markel was out of control when he wasn't. But here's my thing, and I'll touch on Markel, is that I think we saw who our core group of no studs are going to be, yeah. and that is Markel, and that's C.J. Bryce, who had a great game, and that's Brax, and that's your boy Torrin Dorn. Those four, I think we can always rely on. Brax is going to have his games where he's going to go three for nine from three or three for 12, but we can mostly rely on him to be a good ball handler and a great shooter. Yeah. So, we can get stuff out of them, but what can we get out of the other six guys? Because he's going to play another six guys that we're getting off the bench. And I think you and I talked before the podcast, who do you think is your biggest like X factor off of that bench? I got to say that it's got to be um, – I know, I know you're, where you're going, so I'm going to try to go away from that one. Okay, go away. But I, and I'm going to go one that didn't get a lot of minutes last night, and that's Blake Harris. Yeah, Blake Harris got almost. I feel like he almost got he no did, burn. Like but maybe I, seven, eight minutes. I yeah, it was really, really limited playing time. Yeah, but um, defensively, what he can bring to the table is huge. The problem with with him is that I mean, Markell and, and Braxton are gonna eat up a lot of minutes, Correct. and it's gonna be tough for him to see the floor. But um, for him to come in and play well, uh, you know, I think he's one. I, I kind of go lock it too because. I mean, Lockett was playing it's a lot down. Crockett. No, it's Lockett. <laughs> Lockett was playing a lot down the stretch, and he's got a killer beard. Um, he does have a killer beard. So, I mean, I'd I see one of those two guys. Um, I don't know. It really could be any of those six, you know. I'm a big Devin Daniels fan. I just don't know that he's adjusted to this offense quite yet. He he seems, just tries to do too much. He seems, he seems to rush the ball. He seems to go one-on-one. He, he reminds me a little bit of – not talent level, good God, not talent level, but he reminds me a little bit of DSJ last year. He he's just two years ago. No, he's or about, two years ago. I'm sorry, but he he goes. He's a better all around as far as a point guard. I would go more like Freeman from last year. Uh yeah. Just kind of playing out, playing can, a little bit out of control and too fast. But I think times. he can. But I think like Freeman. Freeman was like midway through the season. He finally found his role. And right. he was yeah, which is what player. we, which is what he needs needs to happen for Devin because yeah, Devin can put points up on the board. He's, he, I feel like rushes shots, tries to take offense on his back, which uh, that's a that's a way better comparison. Um, I'll give you that one. Yeah, that, that's more of a Freeman thing. So get him in the lineup, 
get him comfortable, and I think we'll be okay. But yeah. overall, man, great effort. Good job, great effort. Old Miami LeBron James meme on that one, but we can move on. Um, we've got a big game Saturday after our football game against Vanderbilt. That'll be at 5, so show up for that. Are you going? Uh, Vanderbilt, no. No, I'm not I'm, either. I'm but going. I, will, I will be watching it, and we'll report back to you. So is that, That's in Miami, though. Vanderbilt. Oh, it is? Yeah. I thought we had to clear out the PNC for some reason. That's me doing zero research. No, Vanderbilt's in Miami, and then I think after that, it's the Heritage game at Reynolds. That's right, it is. So, moving on from basketball, we have a... Got a couple more Twitter questions. We got a couple more Twitter questions. So, Let's get uh, back to them, because I think they'll fit in nicely. Or, uh, they'll fit in nicely right here. So, uh, first one... Uh, let's see... Let's go, man. <laughs> this is from uh, at Josh Rogers twelve oh nine. Hey, Josh Rogers, appreciate the question. What bowl are you expecting NC NC State to go to, and who do you think we will play? Josh is a noted Kansas State fan, and uh, it's still biding his time while Bill Snyder dies there. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the take. Where, um, where are we going? I know you've read Gilio's. Predictions. I'm just. I like. I like what he thinks. I, I think his thinking's pretty sound. Uh, oh, we're gonna be in Florida. We'll be in Florida and either okay. go to uh, Orlando versus West Virginia, which would be fantastic. Which would game. be fantastic. Uh, and you, you pit Greer versus Finley. Yeah. I mean, it's that's got got the a Heisman lot of... Trophy winner versus the runner up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, I don't think either one of those guys will end up in. Um, they will not. In, they in, will not be in New York. Nah. And then uh, he's also talking about the Gator Bowl against probably like a team like A and M. Okay. Um, uh, he originally had put LSU, but LSU's still pretty high in the CFP, so yeah. I don't think that's going to happen um, in his original in his original spot. And then we also got uh, so I think I think that's kind of I think those are the two most likely scenarios. Yeah, both of those would be super thrilled with. Now, if we lose, probably looking at somewhere like uh, Charlotte. Um, I still think we stay in the tier one section. Yeah, so I would too. Probably Charlotte. Uh, wouldn't think we go pinstripe. I think we'd probably go Charlotte. There. No, pinstripe's going Syracuse all day. Well, Syracuse. Obviously. It depends on if if we lose, then Syracuse is going to go to Orlando for sure. Yeah, which they I'm still making, might. I'm not making a trip to NYC. I wouldn't. I don't think so either. Um, it's probably so. So we had another question too that was kind of to that. Point. Who asked that question? That was from. Uh, let's see if I can get Twitter to work. Um, that was from at JP Hunt ninety eight. What's shouts, up, at JP Hunt ninety eight? Shouts to my little brother Jackson. Oh, it's Jackson, your little brother. I thought it was another Hunt. Go ahead. Uh, he what says. He says. Also, <laughs> what is it going to take for you two to join me for a bowl game? Oh, so Jackson says he's going. Oh, he's going. He'll go regardless. Oh, okay. Is he driving? Uh, I don't know if he's going to drive again after he drove us to the last <laughs> one. Um, I would say it's going to take Gator or. Orlando or Charlotte for me to go to be honest. Yeah, with you. yeah. Any of those three I'm down for. I'll get out of work. Make yeah. the. I'll make the. I'll ride in the back seat of Jackson's car. Yeah, I'd really like to go to the Gator Bowl though. Yeah, let's go back to Gator. December thirty first, New Year's Eve, seven thirty p.m. Yeah, play an SEC toy team. I mean, I think that'd be great. Let's plan on Gator Jackson. I'll be there with you. We just need to take Buy care me a of beer. business. We need to put fifty nine up this week. All right, so I guess it's time for our six pack. Let's go into our 
Six pack. Six pack. <laughs> so six pack this week, we uh we went through a lot of topics and we're we're starting to wind down and we're, we're about to start throwing some re- really really random fun topics out there for you. But uh, Kent had a good one today and it was related to the hiring. Oh, excuse me, rehiring of Mac Brown at Carolina. So what what was our topic for the week? So we're gonna talk about and we're not gonna include Mac in this, but he is one of these. Uh, we're going to talk about the most hated coaches that we have uh, amongst each other. Okay. So, uh, so this is is this pro college? Is only college? Only college coaching against NC State, um, if you will. Okay. Okay. Um, so, do you want me to start? Or do you want to go first? Uh you start it up, brother. Let's go, Jim Beheim. Why did I not think of him? <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking before the podcast. It's like, man. I'm trying to rack my brain on – I mean, I've hated a lot of guys over the years, but, man, that is such a clutch call. Beheim is trash. He thinks our state is trash. He can go back to Syracuse and wear stupid orange and screw that guy. North Carolina is awesome. The state is one of the greatest states in the continental 48. In the world. Wait, there's no states in the world. Um, my number one – once you brought this to me. Well, it's not, that's not my number one. I'm not going in order. Okay, no order then. <laughs> my number one-ish would be, the first one that came to my mind was Richard L. Patino. I don't know if his middle name is actually L, but it sounds cool. So, Rick Patino, uh, he is trash, and that's not the only description I have. He acted extremely innocent on this whole Louisville scandal. He... Says he did nothing wrong. We know he had strippers getting these players to commit. There's been payments from Adidas. State's never done anything like that. Probably not. Um, <laughs> to get players to come and play for him. And he's just a swarmy piece of garbage. His Louisville really, team. You really, really hate the Louisville coaches, man. His Louisville team knocked us out of the Sweet 16 a few years ago at, with our boy Mark Godfrey. And that was a game that we easily should have won, but then I realized they went and won the national title that year, which they still have hung a banner right beside the stadium, even though it was vacated. We saw it when we were in Louisville. Don't at me. Take that banner down. It's trash. That's a good one, man. All right, so I'm going to go obvious this time. Oh, I know where you're going. You're going to freaking Coach K or something. Nah, I hate Roy worse than K. So, Ooh. I'm going to go Roy Williams, man. Okay. He and, coaches what? Carolina, right? Yeah. And he's pretty good at it. Uh, we don't have as much trouble beating K as we do Roy for whatever reason. <laughs> You're right it's unbelievable. That. I already want to um, know this stat. It gets thrown at me on Twitter all the time. I, I'm tired of this stat. Well, I think that the really the, there's two things that I really hate about Roy. Is it because he's got vertigo? It's the daggum crap. Um, yeah. And then the fact that he hates State so bad, and then he shows it on the court, man. So, no shouts to Roy Williams. <laughs> None. He assassinates us literally every time. Mine uh, is a real quick one. I'm not going to elaborate because if you ever watch state basketball or actually just this team's basketball, you're going to hate him already. It's Gary Williams. Sweat, Gary, sweat. You are trash. I hate Maryland. Thank God you're out of the freaking ACC. All right, I'm going to go the coordinator route. Okay. Coordinator okay. against us. A coordinator against us. Okay. Yes, sir. He was the offensive coordinator at North Carolina 
a year after he was fired from ruining our football program, Mr. Mike O'Kane. <laughs> oh, I knew you. I, I said Mike O'Kane earlier, and you brought him back. <laughs> yes. He was a trash head coach at NC State, and uh, didn't, he only lasted a year at Carolina. He got, his, he got his Phil Rivers, though, right? He did uh, recruit Phillip. Okay. Yeah. But Amato kept him. Amato <laughs> kept him, and <laughs> yeah, so let's... Michael Kane took a, a team that was top of the ACC, ranked in the top 25 two years in a row, and then just completely destroyed them. My last one is a little bit of a curveball. Let's see if you like this one. Um, it's a gentleman by the name of who I've met in person is a really nice guy. Sydney Lowe. <laughs> God, we both went NC State coaches on the last one. <laughs> Sydney Lowe, oh, uh, in your damn red jacket. God, you pulled me in. You had that fishing hook, and you just threw it out there. You had that perfect bait for me with that red jacket and that one slash maybe two wins against Carolina wearing that red jacket. Maybe. Did you have a red blazer t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted one so bad. <laughs> you didn't. He recruited like a champ. I will never doubt his recruiting, but good God, that man could not coach. I believe he had one winning record in the ACC, and that is not BD1 Research. I can't remember more than one. I think it was his first or second year that he got a winning record. Uh, But mostly, he just tanked our program, and I'm sorry to see him go, but I'm so glad to see him leave. That was a depressing little six-pack this week. We need uh, to do something more fun next week. All right, next week. Next week's more fun. Uh, we're going to rank. Shout us some ideas for the six-pack. We're looking yeah, for good things to rank. We're looking for six-pack ideas. Please hit us up. Or, or Twitter. if you don't hit us up, you're going to have to hear us talk about like the six best concerts that we went to. Yeah, do you really want to listen to the six best concerts we ever went to? I don't think you do. Or the six greatest wrestlers of all time. Yeah, do you really want to listen to that? Maybe give us better ideas. Um <laughs> Should we get out of here? Yeah, let's get out of here, man. Let's get out of here. We'll talk to y'all next week. We out this bitch. Stay hungry, y'all.